Shut the fuck up! Oh my god. <laughs> it's all been recorded. I'm a file police report. <laughs> smell it now i think that is See? coming from outside because it wafted in oh yeah oh man yes it's like quick, wafting in from outside quick vape more to fight the smell yeah oh god oh no you know what that you know what that smell is it's the smell of a new America. That's <laughs> that's that's old trash bag Sally just airing out her laundry outside. Um, hey, you need to, you, the thing you said you were going to do that you didn't. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking oh, that's amazing. You that's like every episode. <laughs> Every fucking episode I, since you switched to Linux. I really need to figure out a better way to make that thing work, but uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there when the when the time comes. Um, oh, I just like how it was. It, it's actually gotten our our listeners like failing to type properly. <laughs> That's why everyone has to watch this fucking show, though. Is fucking production value. Yeah, I um, mean, put so much effort into it. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Hello, welcome to Unfurl. It's it's sad that you missed the first yeah. two minutes because well, it was funny. Well, welcome to Wasteland Radio. Welcome to oh fuck, <laughs> oh fuck the show. Yeah. Um, this is have we got uh, a a show for you? Oh yeah. no! Uh, this uh, this has been. Do you mean that you have a show for us? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so let's just start off here i'm vox i'm tal uh, i'm disappointed in america <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man yeah. yeah so uh for those of you who live in a fucking cave under a rock first congratulations on your internet yeah <laughs> um <laughs> the american election just happened Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, just in case somehow any one of our listeners <laughs> just happened to not notice the uh, global fucking news. Um, yeah, that happened. That was this week. Yeah, yep. If any of you are currently swimming in the intestines of a tauntaun, then uh, yeah. you might not which, know that. Uh... <laughs> yeah. which, which, I mean, it it is a, you know, I'm glad because that means that the fucking campaign is it's fucking over. over it's over. We can, oh, we can actually focus on moving the not fuck on the campaign anymore, which we should. Just yep. not this episode. It's gonna be the, finally. It's gonna be a whole lot less of uh, Trump said, Hillary said, yeah, fucking bullshit. All about the he said, she said bullshit. Yeah, yep. we don't have to. Uh, we no longer have to listen to why we should hate both of them or none of them at the same time. Yeah. Um, 
So that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, but it, it's, uh, but so Trump won. He did. <laughs> Which <laughs> is interesting. <laughs> See, I mean, a lot of people were like super surprised or acting super surprised. And I'm just sitting here like, like I was talking to people that were like, you know, I honestly, everyone's like, I honestly didn't think it could possibly happen. And I'm like, if you didn't think it could possibly happen, you weren't fucking paying attention. It's not that I didn't think it could happen. I just didn't think it was likely. And apparently it, well, it was just, they were, happened. it was just as likely it, as the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if not more so. So yes, we are now currently sitting with the United States with pres- er, pr- yeah, President-elect Trump mm-hmm. until he actually takes office. Mm-hmm. And uh, needless to say, the election happened on Tuesday night? Uh, yeah, it was Tuesday. And it's been an interesting couple of days. I, oh. I, feel, mm-hmm. I feel as though every time somebody says President-elect Trump... You just, it's like somebody just took off like stinky socks and just aired in the room and you just make that face. You're just like president elect Trump. Like, yeah. So needless to say, there are many people who are shocked. Yeah. Uh, Um, Roland in the chat is saying, is that what you wanted, Tal? Trump is in office now. It's not what I wanted. No, you didn't really want either, but there's Uh, no good choice. Yeah, to be fair, what I wanted was new candidates. Yeah. But what I wanted was Bernie, but uh, the DNC decided to be uh, basically Chinese level corrupt and... they 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 shut that shit down. Bernie, come back. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie, come back. Yeah, you can blame it all on me. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so yeah, like it. It's a, I've actually been like avoiding the news and stuff, mostly because I don't watch it anyway. But I already know what it was going to be, and I mean, there's so at where I work, the bathrooms have like a TV channel on news all the time. And there was only one topic of discussion for the last two days. Oh, of course. Yep. And yep. Uh, I'm going to tell you all right now, this is your official warning that uh, that Tal is, is charged and ready to go. Oh, my God. And so we're going to let him go. Supercharged. And uh, we'll see how it goes. So uh, did you want to start? Well... I mm, take it away, <laughs> shitlord. <laughs> Fucking okay. So, people on my Twitter and people in America right now are losing their fucking minds. Yep. I. Oh my god! It it is it is fucking okay. The level of ass hattery and whining and salt is just starting to fucking piss me the fuck <laughs> off. Like, like for real, my Twitter timeline from the moment it became official that Trump was fucking the president, my timeline is nothing but like people posting suicide hotlines and telling people to be safe and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, oh, the racist misogynists won this time. Everybody be safe. And if you need support, this is my fucking phone number. Give me a call. And, you know what? It 
that that's fine really if you want to like come together i'm not making fun of the yeah let's all be together sentiment but it's why holy fuck Y'all are a bunch of fucking babies. <laughs> no, that's no, oh. seriously. Like, if you need like emotional, like, you know, don't worry, we'll get through oh. this. If you need a shoulder to cry on. It's a fucking presidential yeah. election. Oh like. my god! Like Jesus Christ, they're they're acting like somebody just fucking nuked a major city. Like that is the level no, of that, fucking <laughs> crying and that, whining. Do, can, that comes later. <laughs> do you know how many tweets I saw with the words literally shaking in them? <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ. Calm the fuck down. Did he tweet at the you too? The world is not fucking ending. But there are people like right now convinced that all their friends are going to fucking die. And everyone they love is going to fucking die. And that the Nazi space zombies are coming down and building new fucking ovens for all of the fucking LGBT fucking gay people. And fucking the, you know, throw all the darkies in. Like, it's fucking retarded. Wait, that's not uh, happening? It, yeah, like, Jesus. Like, oh, my God. It, like, okay, I bet you right now, if I turn on my Twitter, I'm going to be, I'm going to see somebody basically trying to convince, I don't know, their, their entire follower base not to kill themselves, which is like, like, seriously, if you can't handle a fucking losing a goddamn presidential election, especially one where both candidates were this fucking shitty <laughs> like oh my god i i would just like I, to like, mention that the masses couldn't handle a motherfucking starbucks cup yeah yeah and so and i i'm in agreement there i couldn't believe i mean i can understand some people being concerned and worried because yeah we haven't seen a republican in power for eight years and the last one was kind of bullshit and Let's be honest. Trump is absolutely unknown territory. Oh, yeah. We don't know how this is going to go. But here's the thing. Let's find out. Yeah. Let's let's take a deep breath and let's enter yeah. into this, and like, you know, because it's, yeah. it's over. It's done. Fucking. And like, I, I saw tweets saying that, like, uh, eight trans people have killed themselves because of the Trump election. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? Where are these numbers coming yeah, from? Because it's not stats. even been fucking eight hours. The police reports haven't come out yet, if there has been any. And like, Jesus fucking Christ. And no offense, that's pretty excessive. Yeah. Like, it'd be like, well, well this person's here for four years, so I better not be here well, forever. It, like, well, and that's the thing is, like, there are, there are people right now, I guarantee you, someone did kill themselves over the Trump election. I guarantee you that. Yeah, it, it'll happen. But then again, I guarantee you some, somebody fucking killed themselves over the Obama election. Yep, for sure. And, and the Bush election and the Bill Clinton election and the JFK election. I guarantee you. So don't act like Trump getting elected is suddenly all these fucking gay kids are just going to fucking drink the Kool-Aid. Like, fuck me. That is not happening. And like on top of that, people are sitting there. They're like, oh, he's going to take away all of our right. Where? How? When? When is this happening? Because so far he has not said any one thing ever about stripping LGBT rights. Like yeah now now if you now if you want to you know 
If you want to immigrate to Canada, that's a different story. If you want to immigrate to Canada, sorry. Or if you or if you want to immigrate to the U.S., well, yeah. So, well, you're it's a, shit out of luck. It's but har- it's otherwise, now, but like Jesus Christ, and like I, I kept seeing tweets about you know this is the attitude that you validated, and it'll post like some shit about some crazy racist guy doing something or some crazy homophobic asshole saying something or being abusive to someone, and I'm like, what do you mean that validating this behavior? Like anybody who would do that shit would have done it anyway. The people who went out and, you know, assaulted whoever over, you know, going, ha ha, Trump won, are the same people who went out, would have went out and assaulted people over, fuck you, Trump lost. Like... Oh, yeah, totally. Like, the, that's the thing, is, like, people are acting like now that Trump's in, everyone's just going to turn into some kind of fucking bigot over fucking night. And, like, um, we had people like Lacey Green who I'm going to actually pull up the tweets here because she is a prominent feminist figure. Um, I think you've chatted about her before. Yeah. um, And she... Oh, my God. Okay. Let it flow. Basically, Lacey Green... uh, Come on, phone. I'm trying to get it, bring it up so I can actually quote this directly welcome um, to unfurled levels of professionalism it's great yeah so like she started out with like no matter what happens we all need to come together and yeah, that, that's a good sentiment yeah. that's fine yeah but then the second it became obvious that trump was gonna win she tweets this out we are now under total republican rule textbook fascism fuck you white america fuck you you racist misogynist pieces misogynist pieces of shit good night yeah, see that? That's not the right sentiment. Yeah, what happened to coming together? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, like, even Trump said he's going to be president of Republicans, Democrats, right? Of all Americans. Now, yeah, he's he not, has to back those words up. He's not the Republican president. He is the president. President, yeah. yeah. And, like, uh, he's Lacey. He's your president. Yeah. Like, he is. Whether you and, like it or not. And, like, okay. And for this, I went and I watched the acceptance speeches. And Trump was very gracious in his acceptance speech. You know, he said he even said we're going to protect LGBT people. Uh, he said, uh, you know, he congratulated Hillary on a very hard fought fucking campaign. He he even said, you know, we have to work together. And he actually said to those that have opposed me, I am reaching out for your help and guidance. Yeah. Right. And here, that's one thing that, that I think people forget is, right, Trump's coming into this not as a politician. No. And no one knows no. what it's like to be in that position when they get there. No one except who hasn't been there already. So, yeah, it's, it, it's, there's a lot to come. Like, it's day two. Yeah. Day two of four years. He, 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 he's not even... Like he's not in office yet. <laughs> like, no, he can't do anything yet. You know, and but like that's the thing is like ho- fucking calm down, guys. Yeah, seriously, calm down. The riots and stuff was bullshit. Yeah, like the, the blockading like, of fucking okay. Trump Tower and, and, and shit. That's the thing is like people are tweeting about gay kids killing themselves on my Twitter right now, and I, again, I'm like, how the fuck do you know? And you know who's saying that it was because of Trump? Was it them or was it like a bad night? 
kind of thing like you know like th that's the thing is like people are throwing these things out and i'm like where are you getting these numbers specifically because it was you know it's been from like 10 at night until now which was three in the morning when i was reading about this and i'm like there's no news stories running right now there there's no police reports coming out the office is fucking closed so where are you getting these numbers from because there's yeah. no organizations reporting these and it's it's alarmism right? yeah it's just people are are being alarmist yeah oh god like the fucking the doomsday fucking everyone's losing their insurance no one's losing their goddamn insurance fuck me like god it's kind of they're kind of panicking before they really even know what to panic about. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's the thing is like half the, that's the thing too. I read the policies for both Trump and Clinton. I read their official policies and nowhere in those policies is anything that signals the end of fucking times. <laughs> like, that's the thing is like, people are worried about Trump, like fucking, you know, putting black people back at the back of the bus. But the thing is, if you read his goddamn policies, nothing like that is in there. The guy just said stupid shit. His actual policies are reasonably sane. And especially for a Republican, they're reasonably sane. Yeah, I just think him himself, like he just, he could, who knows? He could have painted the world's worst picture of himself, but he might not be that bad. Yeah. Like, and here's, here's the thing. I'm, I'm always one to give someone a benefit of the doubt. I'm you know, anti-confrontationalist is, yeah. is a, putting it mildly, but um, Trump now has to go out and show us who he is as a president. Yeah. Which again, you can't tell before he gets there. No, he could be decent he right? could be terrible he could be and that's what people are panicking about is they've seen the face of donald trump that they don't like yeah and now they're just assuming that everything is broken yeah and like like that's the thing is like when, when fucking obama got elected the same thing fucking the doomsday fucking stories all over the place you know the fucking you know, so-and-so is going to take over. It's the end of America. All that was happening all over again. And then I'm just, I'm so disappointed in my friends who are now doing the same fucking thing. And like, and it's not even just that side either. The other side is just as fucking gross with their fucking gloating. Oh yeah. Don't I, get me yeah, wrong. It's they definitely are, bad. They're just as bad. Like, like it's fucking it's just bad times yeah. right now. I just want every like that's that, that was the thing. I was like, can we just fast forward one month right now? To, <laughs> I, I just want to like turn off for a month. That way I can wake up when everyone has calmed the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah, give me a month into his office, and, and let's and we skip Black Friday. So like it's, election <laughs> hibernation, it's it's perfect. Oh, uh, um, it, you know, it and you know this is no way, like this is not the way civilized people act. This is it's not. No, that's and, exactly right. Like, it's because you, they're not. And, and you want to know how to act here? This, I'm going to read this to you. This is the letter that George Bush Senior wrote to bill clinton after he lost in 1993 okay and he says and that this this i think is what everyone needs to get their fucking head around in like the now fucking yesterday okay this needs to be your goddamn attitude and if it's not honestly i don't want to hear your bitching i really just don't i don't fucking care anymore uh so here we go 
here is the way the rest of America needs to act. Dear Bill, when I walked into this office just now, I felt the same sense of wonder and respect that I did or that I felt four years ago. I know you will feel that too. I wish you great happiness here. I never felt the loneliness some presidents have described. There will be very tough times made even worse by uh, difficult criticism you may not think is fair. I'm not a very good one to give advice, but just don't let the critics discourage you or push you off course. You will be our president. When you read this note, or you'll be our president when you read this note. I wish you well. I wish your family well. Your success is now our country's success, and I'm rooting hard for you. Good luck, George. Yeah, see that? That is the, you know, that's the exact attitude that we need to have, right? Okay, decision's made. So now how do we band together? And I say we, but like it's how does everyone get together to make this you know, the best situation possible. Cause that's what he's there for. He's there to better things. Yeah. And like, that's the thing people, people have the, and, and like that, that the other part too, is a, all the people just saying like, you know, well, I, you know, basically claiming that everybody who voted for Trump is obviously a racist, misogynist bigot. And I'm like, no, no, it, not at all. The, no, there are lots of people who for different reasons. You know, right. Yeah. And like, that's the thing I would have voted for Trump simply because as much as I don't think he's a good president, I don't think Clinton's a good president. And I'm also that mad at the current status quo in the system. And that got a lot and a lot of votes. Yeah. And he is not status quo. And like, I, I think uh, Ethan on H3H3 put it best when he said that vote, uh, voting for Trump for most people was just a brick through the window. That's what it was. Yeah. It wasn't about, it wasn't about fucking. They just want something different. Right? Yeah, you yeah. you want something not Hillary. Basically, that was his biggest qualifier. Is he wasn't a career politician, right? And yet everyone is using this as like proof that you know whatever it was fifty some percent of fucking America is all racist assholes, and it's like that is so far from the truth. Yeah, it's not yeah, true. That's, it, and that kind of thinking is the exact same thinking that gets you into situations of bigotry. Well, and-, and that is the exact thinking that got him elected, right? If you think about it, who are the people who are most pissed off at the current system? Who are the people who were most pissed off at Hillary? I guarantee you a lot of them were people who were sick and tired of being called racist, misogynist assholes just by default. Yeah. Yeah. There are people disenfranchised from the fucking system and there are people angry that just by existing somehow now they're fucking assholes. So this whole attitude of if you voted for Trump, you're automatically a a piece of shit. That is the reason he won is because people are sick and tired of that attitude. Mm-hmm. That exact yeah bullshit it, that so they have to it was go a, it was a combination of people being angry at the current politics, people being angry at the current social norms. You know, it was just people being angry and sick of the way things are, and they wanted it to change, and they didn't care how, right? Yep. And yeah. so they voted for the change. Yep, and that, that's that's what now they're going to get. Yeah, because well, they they're like, we don't care if we we don't know what's going to happen. 
We yeah. just know that it it could very well be better and it's something different, yeah. right? So who knows? It, it's something not what we've dealt with before. And that's the thing is that's why he won. People were so mad at the status quo. People would rather throw caution to the wind than have to deal with the same bullshit exactly. over again. Again, yeah. it's, and that's the thing is Hillary represented everything that those kinds of people hated in the system. Everything that was wrong with it, the flip-flopping politicians, the seeming way that laws are selectively enforced, being above the law when you're a politician, ridiculous amounts of money obviously having corrupted the system, the game being rigged against the favored candidate. Like, she represented everything that those people didn't want. So that's why she lost. And that's the thing is like, I also blame the media for it because the media, the mass media is partially to blame because because of all of the bad press Trump got, that gave him more power. Because of the fact that they kept saying, oh, Hillary is only a point behind or, or, or Hillary's ahead now or whatever it was in the polls, which definitely were not accurate. Uh, people who would have otherwise gone out to vote for Hillary said, ah, she's got this in the bag and didn't go vote. Yeah. Right. And that I'm positive that that definitely happened. Well, and apparently it was like a, it was, I guess like, and like a fucking tsunami of voter apathy because I guess like something mm -hmm. like almost like two thirds of people didn't vote or something like that. Yeah. Like half, more than half the country didn't vote. Yeah. That's what I mean. And it's like, well, no fucking wonder, yeah. you know and, what I mean? Well, and that's the thing is like the voter turnout was down from last year. Why? Because both candidates sucked and a fuckload of people just went, I don't even fucking care. Yeah, like voter apathy was ridiculous be just because there's no good option, right? So, yeah. I mean, but the only people that are really left are just like those hardcore, like, I really want to support this person. And just more of them happen to be for Trump. And that's just the way it is. You know what I mean? And yeah. It like maybe, but maybe the the whole thing was is they didn't want to, you know, they didn't like Hillary, but they really didn't like Trump, so they're just like, I just won't vote at all. Yeah. Yep. And, and that, that that already is an attitude that you have to fight going into an election, especially one like this. So sparking up apathy is was un you know it was unfortunate because yeah. yeah, and like that spread like it, wildfire. Well, and that's the thing is it's like, like you know with the media in a lot of ways by trying to make hillary look better did her a disservice as well because that's the thing is what were people who were voting for trump pissed off about lying media that was one of the big issues this this idea that the media and the politicians and everyone in power is fucking just a corrupt asshole mm -hmm. is what drove a large part of trump's campaign so when leaks came out that the media was most definitely uh you know being biased well that just added fuel to the fire and then people are looking at it and you know from the other side where the media is saying oh yeah hillary's got this and hillary's got that and you know what they're doing is they're feeding everybody this idea that there's no way hillary can lose Yep. And when you're doing that, well, less people are going to go out and vote for her because there's no way she can lose. How could she lose? You know, all of my news channels said that she was doing great. How, you know, so, I mean, I didn't think I had to go because she obviously had this in the bag, but no, yeah, she like, didn't. They like, basically thought like, oh, nobody's going to vote for Trump. You yeah, know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So like, and that, that's the thing is it was just the entire campaign 
on the DNC's side and on the Hillary side was irresponsible. If they, as a coming from like a strategy point of view for someone who wants to like win the game, so to speak, it was irresponsible. It was an irresponsible play and everything they did led to that loss. And like, that's the thing is they, they underestimated the disenfranchised, how disenfranchised people were. Like when the, when the DNC got rid of Bernie, that was, they fucking, that was their end right there. It, that's what killed them. Yeah. If this was Bernie for versus Trump, I guarantee you. Oh yeah. Bernie would have yeah. won. Oh, I, big I, time. I think so. Because Bernie, again, he represented the same attitude in yeah, America the, that the, people who voted for Trump had the being pissed off at the status quo needing to change needing to change something not just change but drastic change yeah. literally anything they fucking you know uh, somebody could have come down with fucking like green skin and big alien eyes and been like I'm literally the opposite of everything all the other candidates do and everyone would have been like yeah fuck yeah <laughs> yeah like, like you're hired you know it, like the most the more drastic the change the better and that's the thing is uh, you know they they killed it and now Trump's in and the rest of you need to calm the fuck down fucking simmer for a little bit yeah, and the, like the, the world. actually let events unfold. Oh right? my god! Stop making assumptions. Stop presuming everything's doom and gloom. Because let's be honest, we've had Republican candidates in there who were not great. Yeah, I mean George Bush when he got in, people were confused and scared. Oh, so yeah. is, so is George. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, okay, we have been through fucking like. You know, like, oh my God, we've been through Reagan. Like, we can deal with fucking Trump. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, we've had shitty fucking presidents. It, it, it just, you know, like we, the the fucking thirties happened. We can deal with this. Yeah, for fuck's sake. I think I think ultimately, like what we've what we've discussed is is what needs to happen. Is I don't think. You know, um, uh, what was it? I was watching uh, an episode of At Midnight and Chris Hardwick actually took a moment and I think he made a very, very good point that he said that it doesn't matter, like, it doesn't necessarily matter who, like, who won or who's in office right now. He's like, the the fact of the matter is, is that whatever way things are going, things aren't great right now. So in order to, you shouldn't be looking you shouldn't be looking to whoever gets elected president to make your life better, to make shit better. He's like, you should be looking to each other and yourselves. He's like, if your life is really that bad, he's like, yeah, that's going to help. But he's like, ultimately, instead of panicking and, you know, making shit worse, he's like, look to each other for strength, you know, help each other, be together, you know, be a force, like, you know, help yourselves and, feel better, help the country heal, help, you know, yeah. your friends and families. And and like one of the other things, too, that I'm noticing on Twitter is people are using the word grieve a lot, like 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 they're grieving, like uh, like their friend fucking died, too. And it's just like this whole hyper depressive, hyper defeatist attitude towards everything is just fucking like oh, it's like negativity it's, in its, its purest form. Well, it's right? just like, so childish. It really is. It is childish. It's it's a reaction, right? It's not 
logical is the problem. Yeah. And like one of the other things that I'm reading about is like there was people on my Twitter feed defending disowning friends who voted for Trump. You see that? That is not acceptable. Like it's a personal. Right? You guys need to be able to have a difference of opinions. God knows Tal and I and Carr don't always like one of our good friends, Kit and I, we share n- almost no yeah, political opinions. You are very opposite ends of the scale. Right? I'm anti-religious. He is Christian. I am liberal. He is conservative. Like, we share no opinions. And yet, we manage to hang out, have civil conversations, have a good time. And that's it. Like, it, I mean, it, it's... It's it's called, I don't know, it's called being an adult and... Having friendship. Yeah, yeah. It, it's called putting your shit aside because that shit, ultimately, that shit really doesn't matter. No, like not to the friendship anyway. That's no, what I mean. That's, in it's, that, it has no place in a friendship. Yeah, and like that's the thing too is if you're looking to change somebody's mind, do you really think you're gonna do it by being a fucking dickbag to them? No, let them be who they want to be. Everyone gets to be who right? they get to be. If, that's your right. If you're trying to push a message of love and tolerance and you're convinced that you know the the only reason that your friend would have voted this way is because he actually is some racist homophobic bigot well i guarantee you calling him a racist homophobic bigot and saying don't talk to me anymore isn't going to change that opinion no No, absolutely not it's definitely not right like you know and People, I I hear this a lot from the social justice community that it's not their job to educate you or it's not their job to change your mind. No, it is. It is your fucking job. If that's the message that you care about, it's your fucking job to spread it. It's not his job to just fucking like take your word for shit. No, no. It's your goddamn job to convince them of a thing. If you believe in something, it is your belief to spread it is your belief to convince other people of and if you're being an asshole you're not doing that belief justice no you're you're fucking it up like you're painting a very rotten picture of exactly what you're basically like it's all it takes is one negative one negative supporter right like one negative supporter of trump and that it spread like negatively spreads like wildfire it just catch on and be like well one guy you know, one guy punched if, a kid that supported Trump. So it must mean that all of them punch and, kids. Yeah, And I'm going to say this very clearly. If you are the person who has disowned a friend over voting for Trump, you are the reason that people don't take social justice issues seriously. You. That is your fault because you are the one that makes everybody think that anybody talking about things like gay rights is some kind of crazy fucking asshole. And you've just set the movement back. That's what you did. Congratulations. So I suggest if you have gone and you've done something stupid like that, you better get on your fucking knees and go to them and fucking apologize. Yeah, because that's the world's shittiest and stupidest thing. You are like very clear. You're an asshole. If that is what you've done, just straight up, don't email me and try to defend yourself. You're a dick. <laughs> you're just an asshole. If that's what you did, you're an asshole. Like that. Like I, I can't, 
I cannot defend that kind of fucking well, no, because again, it's it the in the global scale of things, it's not having a conversation, not having a discussion, not being willing to talk. It's just turning your back and walking away. Yeah, which does no one any good. No, no it's not furthering anybody's life in any way. No, nothing. All you've done is you shut down the conversation. You've pissed off someone and turned them further against your cause. Like it, it's it it's so fucking ridiculous like what Lacey green just did right what she just did there and i not may i might not agree with everything that she says i tell i disagree strongly with most of the things she says but the thing is what she just did there is she gave fuel to the most ridiculous and stupid men's rights fucking right-wing red pill bullshit assholes that's what she did she gave them fuel for the fire Right. So not only did do I, you know, already dislike her, but she just fed people that I also hate, that she hates, that she's against, I am against, everyone's against, but by acting like a child. Yeah, then they go, see, and then they just gives them a shit they gives them a negative example that that they really don't need. And, um, you know, uh, who was it? Was it Gandhi? Be the change that you want to see in the world. Right. You know, it's your responsibility. If you have a message that you want to get out, it's your responsibility to spread it and uh, be oh. the person that everyone wants to listen to. And by everyone, I mean everyone. Oh, yeah. If, if things to change, you have to change, right? Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, if you can't, if you can't for five minutes get your shit together to realize that it's okay yep. for other people to have difference of opinion, difference of lifestyle, mm-hmm. difference of fucking whatever, like anything. Down to down to anything. Like if they want to get chicken nuggets instead of a cheeseburger at at McDonald's, what do you like? It's not it's not your life to live. Let people live their life how they wish, how they want. Yeah. I mean, and but the, there's no reason to give somebody shit for no reason. There there right? was a man actually, uh, and like that that was the other thing I was going to talk about with people talking about like you know gay kids killing themselves over Trump victory. You know, again unsubstantiated numbers from fucking space who knows where they came from um just in the news today a guy was severely beaten and hospitalized and his car was stolen for allegedly voting for trump yeah and again like calm the fuck down seriously like you know why is that necessary yeah like people are complaining about you know this is the attitude that you've just validated meanwhile Going out, those, like those same kinds of people going out and beating a man up and stealing his car. Like, exactly. Like, it's no. just like we almost beat a man to death because he voted for someone we didn't like that supposedly encourages that behavior. And you're now encouraging that on the other fucking side where you say yeah, exactly. it's sunshine and rainbows over here, but this guy's evil, but you're defending it by doing exactly what you're blaming the exactly. other person to do. You're sitting there all pissed off because the guy you think is a you know, misogynist asshole, you know, advocating violence out there is uh, fucking now in power. So what do you do? You go and advocate violence against his supporters. Yeah. Like, it, it, talk about breaking down your own argument. It, it's actually, the second uh, you make it. You know, it, it's kind of, uh, in a way, it's a very American thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, America talking about how horrible the Germans are. Uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, you know, Chinese, uh, uh, Chinese and Japanese camps in fucking the States happen. So it, it, like, you know, it's the whole talking about how much of an asshole somebody is while being the biggest goddamn asshole on the fucking planet. Yeah. Right. Like, 
you know, and every like that's the thing is, uh, you know, people make fun of America for that all the time. Uh, how, you know, America claims this whole moral high ground while being a big dick bag about everything. Um, I need to go plug my laptop in before the recording fucks up. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's just this hypocrisy that I can't. Oh, oh, no, oh. we're still good. My, my, he- my, my cutting out. No, it's not your microphone. Oh. I can hear you fine. Okay. My headphones are cutting out. Then. Yeah. Um, which almost has the same effect. But yeah. It's just this hypocrisy that I can't, I can't deal with it yeah. at all. Um, that is that power bar on? Yep. Yeah, there we uh, go. Yeah. Uh, yep, there. Okay, we're Huzzah! So yeah, seriously, America, sit down, take a deep breath, and just go with it for a yeah. little bit. Sit down, take a deep breath. You know, eat some ramen, binge some Netflix, eat some popcorn. You know, you know, relax. Just- Relax. <laughs> Light up some candles. Go have a fucking bubble bath. Fucking go get some pot if you absolutely need to. Like it's legal in California now. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think uh, simmer. I think I think here. Let's let's us take a break. We'll let Car jump in because he's got something like eighteen minutes of this to go. Oh yeah, and uh, we'll be back after that to follow up. Yep, wrap up. And uh, I think we've got at least an email or two. All right. Well, we'll play car and uh, we'll be back. Oh, and just a heads up. This is a really long car segment. Yeah. So buckle in. It, uh, I'm actually a little excited to hear this. So. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Carr. And that actually happened. So I, I'm not even going to bother to pretend that there was somebody under a rock at this point. I mean, everybody knows Trump is going to be the next president of the United States of America. And I don't believe that sentence just came out of my mouth. I mean, like a lot of other people that were watching on Tuesday night, as the initial results started coming in and everything started looking well, typical, you know, Hillary starting to take a bunch of the, the East Coast and everything, was, everything started looking normal, then no problem. But, I mean, a lot of the initial, like, polling projections and everything, it was basically expecting that by about 10 o'clock Eastern time, so about 8 o'clock my time, we were probably going to be in the final counts of just confirming that Hillary was going to be president. Instead, I was up until 11.30 watching and praying and hoping that somehow some surprise Democratic votes were going to suddenly roll in in Michigan and Wisconsin and that Hillary was going to hang on to her lead in Pennsylvania. And then she didn't. And there's nothing to be said about it. It's she lost. I I can't believe it happened. Neither can the rest of the professional world. And if you had said after Trump's initial comments about Mexicans being a bunch of rapists and criminals, and some he assumes are good people. If you had told somebody right after that, that you are looking at, the 45th president of the United States, not a single soul alive would have believed you. And yet here we are. Now, if I had recorded this segment on Tuesday night, or if I had recorded it on Wednesday morning, then this was probably going to be a very different segment. But I've taken the last 36, 48 hours to just kind of 
process <laughs> and figure out what happened. Um, so, I mean, in terms of first how this actually has happened and, and how it is that all of the polls and everything like that were just so wrong. Um, I mean, part of it is, of course, polling error. The margin of error, the margin of victory that Trump actually had in terms of the popular vote uh, and in terms of just general success was within most polls polling error. The thing is that with the Electoral College, just like first past the post voting here in Canada, you have to put your votes and you have to get your votes in strategic areas. And that's exactly what Trump did. His core policies, the ones that beyond the, the, the hateful immigration or anything like that, but the core talk about trade, about jobs disappearing, he knew what he was targeting. And anybody who actually does like, and I never, I never claimed that Trump was an outright idiot. He's completely inexperienced. He has no idea how to run a country. I still believe that. But he isn't a complete idiot, and he knows how to strategize, and that's exactly what he did in the election. And that is why, even though he actually lost the popular vote by a couple hundred thousand votes, which also is not much at all, he had his votes in all the right places to get the electoral college votes he needed. And so in terms of how the polling was just, again, still so far off is, I mean, there's always the, one of the big things that people were talking about and what um, a lot of the Trumps uh, supporters and campaign managers talking about in flying in the face of the polls was the hidden Trump vote. People who were not going to admit to somebody else's face that they supported Trump or they were going to vote for Trump or they wanted to vote for Trump, but did so. Um, and so that could have been a factor in throwing off polling data. Uh, in general, too, the polls, I mean, again, is when you're doing these polls, you're taking a sample size of a couple thousand people, maybe, that are willing to answer the question. Um, and again, people were generally just the kind of people that got polled, again, within, and that's why polling error exists, is that just the polls were all showing that Hillary was going to basically sweep it. Like I said, it was going to be, every, every commentator across the board was expecting to be able to turn in early on Tuesday night, safely declaring Hillary Clinton was the, going to be the winner. And again, we were up until... In some place, like if you were an East Coast uh, commentator, you were up until one or two in the morning waiting for those last votes to come in. Um, and before anybody goes and starts blaming, you know, any specific, uh, uh, you know, any specific uh, state or anything like that, there were more than enough states that went to Trump that it's not just, oh, fuck you, Florida, or fuck you, Wisconsin. Like, it's um, before the rest of the world starts doing that. Um, but the thing that actually really, really disappoints me, and this is two things, is first, this election had some of the low, had some of the lowest voter turnout by percentage of people that could vote in the last several elections. The voter turnout by percentage was lower than it was in 2012 or in 2008. And I think part of that goes into another thing that helped contribute to a Trump victory. Not only because, as I've mentioned before, lower voter turnouts tend to um, benefit conservative parties or conservative uh, candidates more because the most reliable voters are well your old white folks um and that tends to be a large part of a right-wing party's base it's traditional conservatism it, it just the older you get the generally the more right-wing you end up voting it that's just how that works apparently um but it also benefited in that i think it's it goes into one of the things that made Trump successful is that disenfranchisement. And Tal's talked about this before is how the system is just so brutal. And, and I've said before too, Hillary was by far not my first choice for the Democratic nomination. 
Um, but I still think she was a better choice than Trump. Uh, obviously, enough of America disagreed with me. Um, and there was just so much disenfranchisement and so much just being so utterly disappointed in the American system that everyone just voted for the guy who, were, who was the furthest thing possible from that establishment. And is now going to be president, which is ironic because the thing is that most of the shit that's been going on with that system for the last four years, uh, and I mean, the, at least six of Obama's eight years as president, was all because of the constant uh, blocking and uh, filibustering and all of the crap that the Republican uh, Senate and the Republican House have been pulling on the Democratic president for the last eight years. But, you know, Nobody tell them that. So, Trump's president. And the other, the other disappointing thing, too, and this is another thing that I, I did want to mention is, unfortunately, the large majority of Trump's votes came from my demographic, from the 18 to 20, like the, the majority of 18 to 29 and 29 to 55-year-old uh, Caucasian Americans voted for Trump. So it wasn't just old people that got him in or the working class or working age that got Trump in. This was like college educated white millennials were voting for Trump in more than large enough numbers that their entire age and demographic group was majority for Trump by, by I believe a decent margin in the, the high fifties or the low sixties uh, with some of the numbers I've been seeing. So it wasn't just old white guys that voted Trump in. It, there was more than enough people and again, as, as a lot of people have been making this analysis now of, well, what if Bernie had been the, the nomination and not Clinton? Do you think that would have made a difference in some of the areas? Possibly, um, you know, in the Rust Belt, like in the in the Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio area, uh, Bernie was probably going to do stronger. Those are actually the primaries where he did much better than Hillary. But again, in the rest of the country, would someone with as progressive as, and as well as some would people would call it socialist agenda as Sanders been able to do as well in other parts of the country? I don't know. Um, there's also a lot of uh, anger going out of people that voted for third parties or, or people that just that, again, that stayed home. And the lower voter turnout may have been reflective of that, that people just got so sick of the system that they couldn't stomach voting for anybody. So they just didn't. And again, the lower ver voter turnout ended up supporting Trump more than it did Hillary. And so it's, yeah, so that's just kind of where it is. But I do want to kind of talk about sort of what's next now. So first off for the states, um, a lot of people, of course, are just thinking, great, the country's going to be on fire in, within the year. We're going to be at war. There's going to be terrible, terrible things. So I do want to actually just be a little bit more level-headed about this. Um, because, you know, it, it, it begs talking about. So first off, the things that Trump will not be able to do is he's not just going to be able to unilaterally, decla unilaterally declare war. The president of the United States may be the commander in chief of the armed forces. But first off, he's got the entire Joint Chiefs of Staff to advise him and a lot of admirals and, uh, and uh, generals that are going to be far more prudent than him and will probably help to temper his temper a little. So then there's also the fact that Congress has to approve any declaration of war. And again, while, you know, there's going to be a few that'll be all Yahoo, there's more than enough uh, older war vets or people that remember other conflicts in Congress that are probably going to think twice about just randomly declaring war on Iran or something. 
But then there's the other side of, you know, what can Trump do? Well, on his own, not to a whole lot, right? There are a lot of checks and balances that are built in. Where I'm concerned is, of course, not only is it now Trump as president, but he's also got a Republican uh, House of Representatives and a Republican Senate. Both also kept their majorities on election night, and that's actually something that has kind of been glossed over off of the poll being stunned that Trump is now going to be the president. Um, and I would so, <laughs> and actually just on that too, I'm thinking I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall today, and I'm sure most of the rest of the world have been, uh, because Trump and Obama had their first private meeting as the transition of of power starts, and. I would have absolutely loved to hear what Obama said to Trump in private with no other cameras or advisors or anything else around because I imagine it when something like, all right, Donald, you won. Now do not fuck this up. This is the real game now. Uh, because here's the thing is now that Trump is the president-elect, he has all the same security clearance that Obama does. He's going to start to learn things that he never, ever knew were possible or existed. He's going to start to learn about all of the scary things that the powers that be keep from the rest of the populace. And we'll see how much that tones him down. Um, now, things that he can do, though, I mean, things he's already promised he's, he's wanting to do is repeal Obamacare uh, or the Affordable Care Act and go back on the Paris uh, and Iran uh, trade or, uh, treaties. So first, the Affordable Care Act. I'm just going to say it, that sucks. Because that is something that is 100% within the power of the president and now this Republican-controlled um, Congress to do. Um, and something they've wanted to do. And the fact that now so many Americans are going to suddenly lose the health insurance they've been enjoying for the last couple of years. And welcome back pre-existing conditions and all that bullshit. Like, that that just sucks. And that that is something that is very likely going to happen within the first, I would say, year of... Um, of this new government. And I'd, again, I'd be very, very surprised if Obama somehow manages to convince Trump to keep it. I'd, I'd be very, very, very surprised. Um, second big one is pulling out of the Paris Accords. So the stuff that we've been doing here in Canada, and again, is other stuff I wanted to talk about, but the election has been dominating everything, is these climate deals and these prices on carbon and things like that that we're starting to put in place in Canada are getting the, the groundwork for, assuming the Americans were going to follow suit because we were all kind of assuming that Hillary was going to be president and she was going to carry on with Obama's policies in that regard. That's definitely not going to happen. Um, and uh, Trump does have the ability to pull the country back out of those agreements. The last one that's going to really suck, I think, for in the long term, and, and again, it may take a while for us to see the, sh the, the ramifications, is reversing the deal that was made with Iran earlier this year to start lifting sanctions and actually let them start being a country uh, and participate in, in global politics again uh, without such punishing sanctions. Because putting such a stranglehold on a country is the kind of thing that makes people turn to desperation like Al-Qaeda or ISIS or just even a ridiculously fundamentalist government. Because when you can't do anything else and someone is offering you a simple solution, you're going to take that solution. Kind of like what Trump has just done to win the presidency. The simple solution of all the immigrants and all this other thing that's going on with the states. And people buy into that kind of a message. Being able to improve the economical fortunes of Iran by breaking down these treaties, or by breaking down these sanctions, I should say, through these new treaties that Obama was able to make, Reversing all of that is going to be, I think, long-term a disaster for our attempts to try and keep what's left of the Middle East in one piece. And 
again, that sucks. And it's something that's 100% within the realm of uh, Trump's cabinet to be able to do uh, with whoever he picks as his new secretary of state um, and, and everything. It's just – so th those are a couple like the little things. Now, people, of course, are also more scared about some of the, the more blowhard things he's, he was saying the entire campaign trail, the deporting of immigrants and things like that. Now, some of it can be fought. Now, there is also the complication that there's a Supreme Court vacancy, and you can sure as hell bet the Senate is not going to approve uh, President Obama's nod for the Supreme Court now. They're going to just wait for Trump to, to nominate somebody. So, again, it's this question of how many – basically, how crazy do you think they're going to go? There is the possibility that there may be reversals on things like gay marriage, on things like transgendered rights, on things like abortion rights. It's possible it could, it could happen. Now, again, doing any of those things are going to be huge, long, drawn-out challenges. And if you can draw them out long enough, it might be long enough that you can wait until 2018 – or um, well, 18, when the midterm elections come up, uh, or 2020, when the next presidential election is. And you might be able to stop the worst of it. Um, I mean, I don't believe that the United States is going to combust overnight. Uh, I do feel that the policies, even in part that Trump was talking about in things like what he wanted to do with the budget, with tax rates, things like that. The the little doable stuff, never mind the big, scary, oh my god, this is he is the second coming of Hitler, Godwin's law bullshit. Um, but even the little things, like the United States is still in a precarious position economically. And a lot of the things that, that it's talking about are concerning. Um, now, I know that this segment is not my usual hilarity and everything, but I mean, the other thing with, with us in Canada is that the other big one that's scary for us is the removal of NAFTA. Um, if NAFTA were to be withdrawn, and that is very much in the realm of like, all you have to do is just basically give, I think it's uh, two months notice or, or six months notice or something like that to pull out of NAFTA and you can pull out of NAFTA. And if the United States does that, like the vast majority of our GDP in Canada, I think it's something like 40% is generated by trade with the United States, either over like uh, coming in or going out. and I mean, everything from shaving cream to beer to, I don't know, bootleg slippers will go up in price if NAFTA's, if the United States pulls out because we're going to lose our, um, so many tariffs or, I mean, lack of tariffs, I should say, on our biggest trading partner. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a really good thing that we've just signed this agreement with Europe because we might need it in the near future. Um, so that's just kind of, yeah, that's... That's sort of my thoughts on it. So, I mean, I, again, I, I know a little more glum. I think I'm still a little shocked. Definitely not as, like, angry and 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 enraged as I was um, a couple days ago. But it's it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting four years. And so for all of our listeners in the United States, honestly, best of luck. Um, but don't come to Canada. Stay and fight for keeping your country some semblance of the way you want it. Um, that's it, though. The election's done. I can finally stop talking about this shit. I, I'm going to start laughing when he brings out his first State of the Union address, because that's going to be fucking hilarious. Um, but in the meantime, I'm getting back to Canadian stuff. Um, and actually, some of it's going to be, next week, exactly relating to the sort of things that just got Trump elected with uh, the Electoral College and the voting systems and everything like that, because our consultations are coming up. So, anyway... I'm going on here. Uh, I know I'm probably repeating a bunch of stuff that the rest of the cast has said, but as always, my name is Carr. Good night and good luck, and enjoy the rest of Unfurled. Welcome back. Oh!
So don't. I'm going to start because there's one thing I just want to say here. And uh, on the whole point of reversing things like gay marriage and uh, and, you know, attacking transgender rights and stuff. I'll agree there is a possibility, but I would say it's going to be immensely small slim it's not it's not in his best interest no it's not going to um affect his economic or his core policies to do something like that so he's not going to do it yeah and and it also would be political suicide you'd have to be crazy to not see the you know the rolling tide of you know, social progress that is coming. And that, that, that was one of the things that people were so concerned about is that, you know, uh, you know, all these, all the social progress that we've made is going to be reverted. No, it's not no. because it is a fucking rising tide. Yeah. Do you really yeah. think he's going to spend like, he's fucking president. I don't even know if he realized that he, he would do that. Well, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like himself, like Trump himself right now is going, Wait, oh. I thought I was going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. So don't panic at those possibilities just yet, in yeah. my opinion. Like, if you see it coming, you'll see it coming from a mile away. Yeah. Because you can't just and, go, oops, gay marriage is over. <laughs> well, and that, that's the thing. It's like, you know, uh, a lot of people are assuming the absolute worst. And the thing is, for a lot of those bad things to really happen, Trump would have to be a political moron, which he's not, very yeah. obviously. No, he, he just proved he's not a political moron because yeah. he's now president. Um, um, and, you know, Carr just mentioned his VP. Yeah, his VP is n- not the greatest person around. <laughs> but hey, they don't get along. No, they don't. They, they've had disagreements. So hopefully, yeah. So I'm pretty sure Pence was actually just uh, Trump's. The, the reason Trump picked Pence was try to appease some of the Republican Party. <laughs> um, but like that, that's the thing is like a lot of the things people are worried about are things that would it, it would be a suicidal political move to do, right? Yeah. And like you know, it, it it's one thing like. You know, it, and things like uh, repealing the Affordable Care Act, you know, that would be political suicide. Why? Because a lot of people right now are dependent on it. And as a government, when you give people something, right, when you say, here's something for cheaper, right, and then another guy comes in and goes, yeah, I'm, got, I'm actually reversing that. We're taking that away, right? People don't like having shit taken away. They yep. don't, right? And it's one of the reasons taxes haven't gone up in fucking decades. Because the first person to say, yeah, I'm going to raise taxes, everyone is pissed. Yeah, everyone says, nope, don't do it. Right? Yeah, that's like, how you fuck your... <laughs> you know, like, people have ran on things like that. Um, So it's, it's I don't know. It's a... Oh, the, apparently the stream's cutting out. Um, Amazing. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh, Oops. Um, but yeah, so it's the same thing, right? There are, uh, as we've said already, there's some potential for some fairly intense negativity to come out of this. Yeah. But we need to wait and see because I don't think he's going to... He, he may try to go after the uh, Affordable Care Act because he did state he wanted to to look at it. But it's a policy in place. So, again, you can't just turn it off yeah you have to transition that out and 
more than likely, if he wants to transition it out, there'll be something to replace it. Yeah. And like, you know, and that, that said too, like with the Affordable Care Act, I, you know, I myself don't particularly agree with the Affordable Care Act, not because I think they need to go to a fully privatized system like what they had before, but simply because it's not doing a very good job of emulating single payer, right? It, it's nowhere even close to adequate. Yeah, it's, it was a measure that got started, but it hasn't had the room to grow it needed. No. And, and that's the thing. So, there, you know, there, there's a lot of problems in affordable care. Um, there is, uh, you know, there's a lot of problems, uh, you know, that need to be addressed. Uh, I just don't, I, and, you know, I'm pretty sure he's going to try to address them. Uh, I just don't know which direction he's going to take, yeah. you know, and, and, like, that's the thing, like single pair, obviously the answer, obviously the America is one of the only countries around that doesn't have a single pair system. Um, so it, it's just, I don't know. It, it, I don't see the doom and gloom that people are claiming that it's going to be. Yeah, and I, again, I say we need to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, though, though I will admit that what, what Carr mentioned with the whole, uh, the, the House and Senate being Republican, that is the part that worries me. Yeah, because unlike Obama, he will have much less initial resistance to pushing things yeah. through. And he did piss off a lot of Republicans. Yeah, um, but they're still going to be, and they and the Republicans still don't. Be, right, they have a they, similar mindset. They're going to want to. The Republicans also don't have that big of a majority. Uh, you know, it's not like fucking you know seventy five percent fucking Republican kind of thing. Um, it's a reasonably even split. So all it's going to take is a few of the Republican House or Senate to to be to smart, disagree with him, and yeah. it's it's done kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. And like I said, he's pissed off enough people that I definitely see that happening. Uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, if you want to make a real difference in the country, midterms, vote in the midterms and get the Republican House and Senate out and get an actual Democrat Democratic in. in right. Because that is where it all happens. That is where the decisions are made. Yeah, it's right. not just the president pointing his finger and saying, do it. Yeah. Do it now. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it. Um, so, yeah, like that's where the decisions are made. Every, almost like 90% of the things that Trump is going to try to do has to go through one of those things. So it's just like. Yeah, there's checks and balances. <laughs> he can't just he can't just willy nilly, you know, he can't just whip the old presidential dick out and just start <laughs> pissing on everything. Right. Like he's, he's just not able to do that. Like, like people are talking about how, Oh, I don't want him. I don't want him to have the nuclear codes. You, you do know it takes more than just the president to go. Nuke them. He is not the king of a fucking third world country. <laughs> okay. On his, on his office, iPad, pull up, pull up the nuke app and start hitting buttons. <laughs> yeah. It's not that easy. He is not a motherfucking unhinged <laughs> rabid gorilla in an open, like in an open laid zoo. Like yeah, he's and I think nuke Canada. Are you sure? Yes. Please enter password. Password one. Go. <laughs> like, one, two, three, think, four, five, six. I think seven. that's what Trump is going to find though, is that now he's president. It's not that easy. It's time to you know put on your big boy pants. Yeah, and well, uh, and, and, and that's lead. the thing. Like I said, even in his victory speech, he said to all the people who didn't vote for me, to all the people who disagreed for me, I'm asking for your help and guidance. Yes. The guy knows that he can't just waltz in, fucking Captain Big Dick, and just <laughs> start yeah. doing shit. Right? Like, it, so I don't know. Uh, the panic is. Uh, 
I, I I'm sure I'm that ridiculous. Well, I'm sure that once he realized that he won, I I imagine that's probably the same time where a little light switch fucking clicked on well, in his head, and he's like, "Holy shit!" And that happens with everything, right? Name me one president or one campaign that didn't run on really, I mean, for what they're pushing for, extreme versions of their actual beliefs. Yeah. Yeah, you have to run on the ideals. And and then, and then when you the actually ground. get in, you turn they turn back into a normal fucking human being. Yeah. Right? Like, that. that's the thing, is that happens every time. Literally every political leader in North America I've ever seen, that has been what's happened. Right? They run on all this shit, and, like, maybe 2% of it is you know what they actually say it was gonna be you know kind of thing like it's, mm -hmm. it's like it, and the other thing too that you have to realize trump is actually a human a human person with uh you know feelings go on and uh beliefs and ethics <laughs> you know like he, he's not just fucking like mecca hitler incarnate kind of thing it, it, like, I don't know. People are just assuming that these people are just, like, the most inhuman fucking, like, ridiculous shit. And... You, you know what? I just don't... I've never I've never appreciated somebody trying to paint a picture of somebody by dredging up, like, archaic shit to say, hey, you know, like, honestly, that's like, that's like saying... This is my brother. He's a piece of shit because when we were five, he stole my fire truck. <laughs> he is a piece of shit. It doesn't matter that we're 40 now. He's a piece of shit because one time he did a bad thing. And I just, I cannot accept that shitty attitude for a cause to not like somebody yep. to dredge up old archaic business that really... They don't have any business dealing with now anyway. Like, why are they? Why are you using that? It's old. It's done with. Yeah. What are they like now? People change, right? Yeah. And you know what? Who? Like, he honestly, he didn't. He didn't honestly paint a good picture of himself. No, he didn't. He shot himself in the foot and, so many times. And like, that's the thing. When people say that Trump is racist, I, I mean, I'm not going to say that he's not. He did. Say, I don't think he's like the overt evil. I hate black people. Races that people are making him out to be. No, he does it's, have racist tendencies. Like uh, I was laughing at his comment about how uh, he, you know, he loves Mexicans. So come try some fucking, you know, Mexican the old, food. The old taco bowls. Food. He gets the best Mexican food in Trump Tower. Yeah, and like you know, and I'm just like. You, you know, it's, it's one of those things like, you know, he makes comments like that, like basically generalizing that all Latinos love fucking Mexican food. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's a little racist right there, you know, but I, I really, and that to me is a lot more indicative of what kind of racist he is. You know, he just sort of, he makes like assumptions like that, but I don't think he's like the full blown, like I hate fucking, you know, Latinos send them all home racist that everyone thinks he is you know yeah yeah he just he's just a little bit he's just a bit little bit off the cuff is all yeah. right like he's not now, exactly i'm not gonna say that it's good but it's better than what people assume yeah i or don't think rather he's... not better not as bad we'll we'll say <laughs> yeah you know a little less kkk and a little more uh you know all gay people fashionable you know it, it, 
it's it's uh, not a good attitude, but it's also not. Uh, no, no, no. It's more like that racist grandma. Yeah. You know what it's like? Ah, it's all right. It's only grandma. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> now, right now, it's like it's only the president. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think it's like harmless. You know what I mean? It's uh, not, uh, not not exactly okay, harmless. Not harmless, but the wrong word. It's yeah, it's not as harmful. It's as, not um, it's, spiteful, right? It's not aggressive. Yeah, it's, it's a slow poison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, oh. you know, like I said, it, I, I'm not going to call it good, but I'm just going to say it's it's. I don't think it's as bad as what people are. It's not good, assuming. but it's not apocalyptic. No, it's like exactly. sits right where it's somewhere in the middle, where it's kind of shitty, but you know, it might not be that bad. So can we all just you know deal with it uh, and see what happens? Down a little. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and especially since that attitude too, like the whole you know all gay people are fashionable or you know latinos love fucking mexican food that kind of thing that can easily easily be taught out kind of thing it's not the you know these people are fucking stupid all the time and lazy attitude that you know that is like that's bred in to you know a lot of america it's not like that you can't that's really hard to like teach out of a person deprogram um Whereas, yeah, it's just like the the smaller things, those are pretty easy to be like, by the way, uh, that's not actually the case. And the thing is, that's also the kind of thing where when you point out to somebody, they're like, so you said this, which implies this thing, which <laughs> isn't true. They go, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow! Ow! <laughs> yeah, th- so, so Car just said, "Look at look at Tal. He proves that not all gay men are fashionistas." Um, and, and like that's the thing. It's like that's that is what I assume he is. That's the kind of you know bigotry that I really like. That's the feel I got off of him. Um, and that's the thing is, it's the kind of thing usually where th- those kinds of people, where if you go, by the way, you said this, which implies this thing that isn't true. Usually, go. They're like, oh yeah. That's Whoops. right. Whoops. Sorry. And they, like they don't even really realize it. And then you point it out and they're like, oh, yeah, that is kind of like not cool. You know, so that's the vibe I got. It's not fucking, you know, throw darkies in the oven kind of racism <laughs> that people were saying that he had. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. So I think. We have gone on about Trump for fucking an hour and like fifteen, yeah, an hour and twenty minutes. This, it, it was gonna happen. It, like it didn't. It didn't matter who won. Yeah, it I was mean, gonna happen. It could have been fucking. If it had been a third party, we would have been fucking flabbergasted for one. Yeah, and then yeah, it didn't matter who won. We were going to have a long talk about it. Yep. I feel like we needed this sweet release though. It, it, so that's just this it. is it this is, is a, this pretty. Is it. Now we can talk about you know actual things. This was a catharsis to um, me. I would just like to mention that Ron Perlman mentioned in 2020 he will be uh, he will be running, oh and I will god. be voting Ron Perlman. Oh my god, Ron Perlman! And and everyone said that they would absolutely vote if he if he agrees to spend his entire four year term in his Hellboy makeup. <laughs> 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 then, oh. then then that that'll be fine. That'll yep. be just fine. All right. So we have an email. Yay! Um, who wants to read it? Uh, you read it. I have to make a quick adjustment. Okay. You you make an adjustment. You go, fashionista. Right. So, emails. Let me just turn my microphone here. Aloha. Uh, this one is uh, subjected, by the way. Trumpcast. Aloha, unfurled, lucky to be Canadian furry friends. 
Welcome to the post-election Trump cast, which it has absolutely been. That is true. Oh, totally. Uh, why not throw or yeah? Why not throw a few of my thoughts into the mix? I'm not afraid, angry, or surprised at the presidential outcome. Trump is the zeitgeist of our country. Uh, everything from mainstream music, TV, to Super Bowl commercials make entertainment out of our vulgarity, violence, and sexism. It's infused in uh, the core of our media, advertisement, and entertainment. Rap stars who sing about uh, demeaning women are idolized. Oh my god, I can't even read. Uh, I wonder how many people who hate Trump love Family Guy and American Dad, because those shows are infinitely more offensive than anything Trump has ever said. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, we have created a double standard, which we've talked about a bunch today. Uh, things have been corrupt for a long time now, and it's all, and now it's all out in the open. Uh, the racists who support Trump were racists before Trump. Uh, would Hillary have been better... Uh, or would we have given a false sense of security as she quietly starts World War Three? I am neither a Trump nor Hillary supporter, but there are a lot of... Th uh, that sentence hurts. But there <laughs> is a lot of things that Trump has proposed that I agree with. However, his complete disregard for environmental issues does scare me. Uh, he and most of the world are like... Um, and then it's... Climate change, pollution, and it's the, the dog sitting in a firehouse comic saying this is fine. And then he follows up with when we should be like, and it's the follow-up comic where he freaks out and says it's not fine. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just, just go look, look up, up the dog in the fire comic. Dog firehouse. Actually, that'll just get you or, pictures of Dalmatians. So or just maybe, look up this is fine. Yeah, this is fine. Anyways, I realize that many people are feeling uh, anxiety, anger, and sadness through this crazy time. I want to give my love and support and be empathetic towards people's emotions. We are all human with hopes and dreams and fears who had our own personal reasons for whom we chose. And I was uh, and it was terribly hard, a terribly hard decision to make. I now believe it's time to unite. No matter who we voted for, if we fight violence and hate with violence, if we fight violence and hate with violence and hate, we become hypocrites and we get nowhere. I refuse to hate anyone. I choose unconditional love and forgiveness. Uh, people are uncomfortable, and that is when the greatest change can happen. In the face of opposition, we must stop arguing over who's king and unite to defeat the White Walkers. Winter is here. <laughs> that, that took a swing for the uh, pessimistic. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, I hope this wasn't too long and self-indulgent. Hopefully I didn't make Tal too mad. I would love to hear your opinions, although I understand if you've had enough from talking about the subject at the beginning of the show. Uh, well, you have an hour and a half of our opinions to yeah. feed off of now. Um, on to something else, and let us never speak of this again. Lol. It's going to come up again, I promise. It's going to come up again. Uh, fun random questions to lighten the mood. So question one, what is the most beautiful place you have ever been? Tal? Salzburg, Austria at night. It's oh. a, it's a beautiful place. There's a, a river that runs through the city, and it's like it's old European. The Sounds whole gorgeous. place, and it is. It's gorgeous. There's these bridges and this river and the lights. Oh man, you can like, you can feel yourself kind of go back in time a little bit when you're there. It's yep. it's beautiful. Definitely go if you get the chance to Salzburg, Austria. Doom. Uh, I'm sure my mind will be changed in March. 
<laughs> yes, probably. But, oh, most definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> but actually, so far, um, I haven't traveled that much, but I'd say uh, top right now is honestly uh, the beach in White Rock um, during the failing light is really, really pretty. Just standing on the edge of the water, um, watching everyone, like they have lots of sand festivals and oh, stuff nice. like that. And during the failing light, it's beautiful out there. And the water is all the way back to the breakwater. And you can just walk down the sandy beach all the way to the breakwater when normally it's filled up, uh, walk huh. around. And yeah, it's just, it's really pretty in the moonlight, all the water and um, hmm. the beach there. It's really sounds, pretty. Sounds gorgeous. Uh, for me, it is on the, uh, it's in Greece, in Santorini, which uh, is a city that's built around a gigantic crater that is now filled in with ocean. Oh. Um, it is, it's beautiful just seeing its classic, you know, white houses with blue paint all the way down the sides of the cliffs, uh, right up to the docks in the harbor there. It's just gorgeous to see the, the wash of white and blue. And, you know, it's an ancient, ancient city. And yeah, I love it. Question two. What is your greatest strength? What do you love most about yourself? Let's uh let's go the other way. We'll start with a doom. I don't know. It's your tattoos that give you power. <laughs> power. Ca- I Captain. have the power. <laughs> I do. Uh I must. Um increase my bust. Yes. <laughs> but not you. <laughs> not me. Don't 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 get bigger boobs. No, so. no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to make them smaller. You're you're shattering my dreams. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um I'd I'd have to say my biggest strength, I guess, uh I anyway, so I've been told anyway, is my loyalty. Mm. I have to say that's pretty big, or people seem to mention that it's a big thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, the other part was... Uh, what do you love most about yourself? It's sort of a multifaceted question. Um, my, I'd say my, my inner happy. Your, your inner happy? My inner happy that can fundamentally, can fundamentally, I've learned to help it overpower um, just kind of thing, anything shitty in life. I've been able to, seem to spin it and somehow make things better eventually it may not be right away but my inner happy that's that's my most favorite thing how mm-hmm. stoic of you. how about and you and you oh um i'm the presenter i always get to go last it's kind of a blessing and a curse but i think my greatest strength and the thing i like most about myself is uh how critical i am uh i am i don't like the the way I just I don't I really don't take things at face value. You don't just accept things as they're handed to you. No, um, and I mean, I mean, as we've seen it on this show time and time and time again, I have a tendency to disagree with everything until I am the only person I agree with, and that, like I said, it's a blessing and a curse. But I think it's the thing I like most about myself, and I also think it's my greatest strength. It is. You know, it, it, I, I really feel like that's what makes me able to, you know, it, it makes me have my own mind and the ability to defend my ideas uh, a lot better than I think, uh, you know, some people are able to. Um, 
if that makes sense. Um, it's a little hard to describe. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that the, the, the way that I just, I, the, the way I critically look at things is probably what I'd have to say. Okay. Uh, for me, I think my greatest strength and what I love most about myself has always been my, I've always been a happy person. You know, I try to look on the bright side of things. I'm an optimist to a fault at times. Um, and it comes out, you know, at work, if I'm having a bad day, most people don't notice until the headache sets in. <laughs> I, I can get grouchy. Don't get me wrong. I have, I have low points, but, uh, I always try to keep myself happy and, you know, keep going that way. Yep. And final question. What is a relationship deal breaker for you? Uh, that is really easy for me. That well, since you just volunteered, go. Uh, that would be uh, someone who has no ambition. Lack of ambition to improve or do anything. Like, I don't even really care if you're trying that hard for it. Just have a dream. Have this has a goal. <laughs> like, just anything. Even if it's the kind of thing where you only end up putting in an hour a fucking month towards said goal. Just have one want something, want something out better. of life kind of thing uh that i i've dated people who didn't have that and it was the most aggravating frustrating thing i have i've ever dealt with and i i just i can't handle that anymore mm -hmm. what about you the doom um <coughs> on honestly it's it's a basically down to brass tacks. Fundamentally, it's just a shitty person. Honestly, yeah. if you've got a shitty personality, you could be you could be the top ten out of ten sexiest woman alive ever. Doesn't matter. It's yeah. Rita Von T's looking. Oh yeah, you could be you could be the hottest thing ever, but nothing makes someone less attractive and less appealing than just fundamentally being a shitty person like like immediately pointing out other people's flaws for no good reason um just treating people like lower life forms than themselves um not willing to lift a finger to help anybody not tipping just, your servers yes yeah <laughs> no just fundamentally not not understanding that they are human being just like everyone else and everyone deserves everyone yeah. deserves love and care and friendship and help and all all of those wonderful things that make us human beings yep. and anybody that that for some stupid reason can't understand that another human being deserves it just as much as they do yeah the the yep. complete unempathetic self-centeredness that just, uh, i just, find pervasive in a lot of a lot of uh night culture sounds like what you're describing just just straight up shitty person i mean if you can't if you can't understand that you know people go through the same shit that you do and you're not willing to you know play on this like we're all on the same team here you know so act like it right yeah so for me a deal ship a relationship deal break i have to be really careful here because uh <laughs> my, the person i'm in a relationship is literally watching right now um no, for me, it's a total lack of empathy. If you can't sit down and, you know, 
work to to understand how your partner is feeling and and talk it out and i'm i'm guilty of this myself at times which it bothers me immensely but i have trouble opening up at times but not being able to even think or even stop to think what a partner is thinking or feeling at any point in time it's just it's cold yeah and i can't stand it and see it's funny because like i I also kind of have the, the the problem of like not opening up enough to the point where sometimes my partners have trouble with either um, understanding what I want or need or anything like that. And I don't know, for me, that's just a, you know, it, it's partially because like I have this whole thing where I feel like I have to be completely self-sufficient um, sort of thing. And uh I don't know. I, I think that is a detriment to a lot of the relationships, that, you know, because I, I just have trouble like opening up and then leaning on the, you know, the, the person I'm with partially because, you know, I want them to be super happy. So I don't want to put my shit on them kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, that also it it's bad because it takes away from the partnership because that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. You're supposed to put your shit on each other so that you can both carry it. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I just I have a lot of trouble doing that. Uh, so for me, uh, you know, I kind of needed an especially empathetic person, uh, so that, you know, without me having to actually overtly open up and say things, they can just know, just pick up on it. (laughs) Right. Um, and it's not really fair, you know, that's not a fair expectation to have, but, uh, you know, try as I might, it's just, I, I can't, I can't help it sort of thing. So all right, let me finish off this email here, and then we can all go home and sleep. Except yeah. for you, who can go home and stay well, awake. I am home, and I'm going to stay awake. So literally the opposite of what you said. <laughs> uh, so thanks again for being so awesome, Fantastico. I really enjoy the interactive experience of the live feed. It's fun to be in the room with you, and I continually have to remind myself you can't actually see me when you're staring at the chat screen. <laughs> so it's signed, Awoo, don't Awoo, $350 fine. Uh, sincerely, Hello. Coyote Sky. P.S. Remember that one time on Unfurled Dental Hygiene Cast? Yeah, I sniffed my floss. It didn't smell. <laughs> it smells. <laughs> I've had many people mm. with superb dental hygiene that have flossed their teeth, and it stinks. Uh, <laughs> so I, I actually, out of curiosity, I looked that up. That is a thing. You're you're not crazy. Yeah, you're right. It's a thing. Uh, that is a thing. And it's just, uh, all it is is a bacterial buildup between your teeth. It's oh, yeah. completely normal. Oh, yeah. Stinky, yep. stinky bacteria. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because they hide away from your toothbrush. They do. And then they reproduce and shit all over everything in between your teeth. Yeah. Yep. It's gross. It's it is disgusting. Every, almost every toothbrush commercial ever made yep. talks about how this toothbrush gets in those crevices because all the other ones don't. And it leaves plaque and bacteria and garbage behind because your toothbrush sucks if you unless you buy this one. Yeah. yeah. So that's a thing. Right. So I'm tired and I've actually done this whole episode with most of a migraine. Oh, no. So I'm going to say fuck all of you and get the hell out of my country. <laughs> but, but they but if. But if no one yeah. to be in theirs just and look. cannot be in ours, no. then, where, then where go? Stop DDoSing the fucking 
Can- Canadian immigration site. <laughs> that that was funny. The fact yeah, that actually, it crashed, the fact that it was... crashed during the election and kept going afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah. come on, there there are people who actually need that site. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like people that you know aren't overreacting. <laughs> yes. Uh, good night, uh, everybody, and good goodbye. Night. I, well, you said I got to do like your uh, oh right I yeah your big closing thing like uh, so uh, we would like to thank uh, all of our listeners thank, thank you so you. much uh, you. if you like the uh, stream and the YouTube channel be sure to like and subscribe and do comment it. and do all those things they do really it. help our numbers do and it. we like numbers make our numbers better all uh, the cool kids are doing it make yeah. our numbers great again all the cool kids like. <laughs> comment and no. subscribe no uh how we do, weren't how, getting through today how, wait how do that. all the youtubes what do, what do the youtubes call it they, they call it like the doobly do or whatever the fuck or is it yeah anyway what um, are you yeah, even talking leave about? your comment in the doobly do down below thing oh uh, yeah um what else oh yeah thank you to all of our patrons thank we you. love thank all you. of you so much we love all of our thank fans you, thank you, thank you, but thank to you. our patrons uh you you really really do help out the show you make our day so much brighter a lot amazing like, it, it, it You've really already does helped us a bunch yeah so the fruits of that are going to be showing up very soon yeah so it, it is fantastic and i love that we have a community uh you know of uh you know super generous people willing to help us out and make the show better y'all, um, make, y'all make me hard yep uh, we would also like to thank Omari and Screen Fox for the logo and the uh, intro song, respectively. You can find them both on FA. Definitely go check them out. They're cool. Uh, tell them that we sent you and they'll, uh, I don't know what they'll do. They'll, give me blowjobs. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're making uh, promises we're, for give you. A good, <laughs> give you a good rub down. Um, and also definitely, 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 uh, check out our website at unfurled.net. Um, <laughs> You can find our contact form there to send us really cool emails and stuff that we like to get. You can find our links to our Patreon, our Telegram chat. Well, just about everything we do will be on the Telegram channel, our our Twitter, uh, everything, uh, YouTube, all of it, iTunes links. It's all there. So check that out. Uh, We we post all of our episodes there too, so you can listen to them on SoundCloud and all that. Um, And yeah. Yeah. Or I guess you could also email us directly. Yes. It's us at unfurled.net. Here's a good question. So Coyote Sky is is uh, asking for T-shirts. What about that thing that I drew? Yeah, we could do what that. What if we get that colored and throw that on a T-shirt? Yeah. Yeah. And, give, that, our, and give our patrons something. Get get that uh, cleaned up and colored and printed. That'd be sweet. We, 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 could could open like a, we could open like an Etsy store. Yeah. The yeah, unfurled fuck. Etsy store. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, People will buy that shit. They, they would. They would. Buy the bucket full. I don't know why you put shirts in buckets, but they'll buy it. Uh, that could be like our thing. It'll be our shtick. We put our shirts in buckets. Yeah. You can buy a bucket of shirt. A bucket of shirt. <laughs> a, That's a terrible pun. A buck and a duck. I don't think we can ship ducks. <laughs> I think we'll get in trouble. Rubber decks. Like when we were used to try to ship fucking Timbits. Well. That we, was, we were t- technically committing felonies. I mean, technically it was illegal, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're welcome, Con. Foreign, we we literally food. broke the law for you. Yep. So. Good night. Good night. That is the end. What? What? I don't understand what's going on right now. <laughs>
you can. I'd be sad, but you can break it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my god alright okay I've tortured them long enough and just remember as always we love you we'll miss you and beware Foxilla